0: It's a Punk Rock Classrooms podcast, Season 3, Episode 9, First Semester Check In.
1: All right, good morning, good afternoon. Mute. Maybe you're on break still? I know we, we go back. The date this episode drops, we're in back in school, but most of America's probably still off. Uh, I am Mike, Principal Extraordinaire out of Lansing, Illinois.
0: And this is Josh Buckley, a Title I specialist from Mesa, Arizona. And we want to welcome you to the Punk Rock Classrooms podcast, where we talk about sprinkling that passion, that unity, that DIY in everything we do in our classrooms and our schools to make the best places for our students and our colleagues to learn and work.
1: it's it's And it's okay if you do not listen to bad religions christmas songs on repeat this last couple of weeks during the holiday season it's okay if you listen to traditional christmas music because we can all still be punks here at the <laughs> punk rock classrooms podcast that's
0: right and we're, we're glad you're here <laughs> this this is the time uh you know this is one of those episodes where mike and i go okay it's the end of the semester we're recording this on new year's eve right on uh you know we're just we're hanging Damn. out it's like 12 30 for mike on new year's eve not you know, 1230 in the afternoon. Right. Uh, and we're, we're hanging out, just kind of just kind of talking. And, and we want to take this opportunity, this episode as an opportunity to reflect back on uh, on 2021. Right. Um, we do an episode where we're going to talk about our word for the new year. Right. Right. And right. so we'll kind of talk about what we want to do moving forward with that word and what it means to us. But we want to talk today kind of about like where are we at in the school year? How are we feeling? What's something that we're happy about that happened so far in the school year? What's something that we we wish we could maybe go back in time and, and change or we would do differently? Or what's, you know, what's a struggle that we've learned from this semester? And then our next episode, when we talk about our one word, we'll really talk about what we want to do in the future. What's that look like for us? But I want to talk a little bit yeah. about and take some reflection time, Mike, and kind of talk about... What's a win for us this semester? How are you feeling right now? We are maybe not a win, but let's just take, let's take stock of where we're at. We're halfway through now. Are you guys, have you guys finished semester semester or do you guys have a couple, like a week or two left a semester when you go back?
1: No. Yes. Yeah, so our, our quarter we're, you know, we're broken into quarters yeah. and uh you know, semester one is the two, first two, semester uh two is a three and four. Yeah. We literally finished the last day before break. Um, quarter two so we are done with semester one so we're okay our, so same same here yeah, we're, we're yeah. same
0: thing I had I remember when I grew up in Michigan there were some districts where second you quarter, come back you came back for like, two, like weeks. two weeks yeah stupid yeah so we, all right. we used to do that <laughs> we are completely done with first semester both of us so let, let's let, let's how are you feeling right now one semester in this school year uh what year is it for you as principal on your campus uh, this is year eight year eight. Yes. That's a, I mean, and I think in modern leadership roles, eight years is a long time to be on one campus. I think yeah. in, in 20, in 2021, eight years is a, is a long time to be on a campus. I'm um, not doing anything wrong. Like my principal has been on my campus for 10 years, right? So she's, she's been on for 10 years, but I'm curious, like this year, I mean, we don't want to rehash like this year's,
1: you know, right, this, right. this
0: year's COVID still and, and all that, but, but how are you feeling right now? One semester into this school year?
1: You know, it's, I, I'm actually feeling I mean, pretty good to be honest. Like the, the, it started off rough, you know, it started, it started off good. And then we hit some, some bumps and, and things were not good. And I was not in a good spot, you know, as, as a leader. And then I've kind of around like November really started to kind of like pick back up my approach to my leadership uh, with where we're at. And uh, I feel like we ended on a, on a good note, you know, like in you, you said, we weren't going to talk about wins, but one of the wins I do want to say, like,
0: well, I do want to talk about wins, but I was just, uh, I
1: like, Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. But I, I feel like we ended in a good spot. Now, now here's the problem. Like we ended on a positive note. I mean, staff morale seemed like it had gone back up, you know, and, and part of that was, myself and and i'm not going to take all the credit but my assistant principal we kind of sat down around october we were like all right we started the year how we always do you know building relationships and making connections and and you know being the good cheerleaders for everyone and then with everything going on and like so we're not going to rehash it but like september and october kind of morale drops and you get you know for for me as a leader like just everything being put put on me to do but then come october november like i said my ap and i kind of were like hey let's get back to doing things we did like let's run a staff meeting like this let's do like these fun like incentives for the staff and fun games we're just enjoying each other's company and and whatnot i and said so we ended on a positive note now the problem is like here where we are in chicagoland i mean numbers are yeah. skyrocketing and I got staff that don't want to come back you know we got it's so it's going to be interesting returning next week for us like how are we gonna it's like another adjustment like you talked about pivoting before you know like you yeah. gotta it's another okay we thought we were doing well now we gotta pivot to to make it work so I was happy with how we ended semester one yeah I was what about you
0: you know, I I right now, I mean, I had and I think I'll I'm going to kind of save this for as we, we kind of talk about maybe wins a little bit. But for me, like this was an interesting semester. I mean, this was a brand yeah. new job for me. Right. So yeah, that's true. Yeah. It's, it's a big it's it was a big departure for me to kind of take a leap this year into a different grade level, into a different building, into a different role. Right. So it's not like I transitioned into department chair on my campus with my same colleagues and my same, you know, the same students and same everything. It's not like I, right. you know, rolled into a different leadership role on my campus and, and knew all those things or I went to another high school and still understood high school. It was a whole big change for me to kind of go into the world of elementary and pick up, you know, I'm the testing coordinator. Um I've never given an elementary assessment. I've never had to, you know, the last time I took an elementary assessment was a long time ago, right? So like being the assessment coordinator, being the person in charge of those things has been a, has been a big learning curve, um, but it's been good, right? Like I feel like I, I, right away, I felt like I made the right decision, right? And I still feel that way. I feel like I made the right decision to- That's good take this leap in, in, into the world of, of, you know, it, it's, it's hard because like, I'm not an administrator on my campus, but I'm also not right. a classroom. I'm also not a classroom teacher on my campus. And I'm also not like a reading specialist who is pulling kids all day. Right. Like that's not my job. So.
1: You know what, what uh, I'm just going to stop you. My, yeah. Pe- people with this type of position as you in my, on my campus, you know, they call themselves the leftovers, <laughs> because <laughs> it's, they're kind of like you're in like that gray area Yeah, i'm, of, I'm in limbo
0: uh, i th- i think my i think my colleagues on campus i i think you know the the teachers on our campus and probably the classified staff see me as an administrator on our campus but i'm right. not actually or they see me as part of the admin team on campus and and for all you know for all those purposes i am right i i plan right, right. professional development i do have to do student discipline i do you know sit in on teacher meetings and stuff like that. I I do a lot of that stuff that maybe an administrator would do. I'm just not compensated like an administrator. And I don't have some of the power structure that, that comes along with, with, with that. Right. Uh, which is fine. So this is my, this is my learning year. And I feel like I'm, I'm learning a ton of stuff and I've got a great group of folks that I work with who I'm able to kind of lean on and ask questions to and, and learn from. So that's been really good. So I'm really happy with that. I, I think I'm in a good place now. Um, Let's let's kind of talk about what are some things that what's something that you're let's talk about a a win this year let's talk about something that you're like okay I'm really glad that I did this or you know I'm glad that we were whether it's personally or professionally or something you attempted to do and maybe it didn't work out maybe it did sure. but you're kind of like okay yeah no i'm 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 glad that i that i did this i mean i'll 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 start first and i'll give you a sec i'll give you like an option yeah, so yeah. like think about it a little bit uh so for me there was an opportunity that came up um and i'm going to take it as a, i'm going to tr- i'm going to try to be positive i'm going to take it as a as oh a i know way. what you're going to talk about <laughs> um and i haven't talked about it on the podcast i haven't really talked about it a lot on on any social media or anything like that um an opportunity opened up in, in my district for a district position um, to start next semester. So on the third of January to be the direct a director position opened up for retention and recruitment. So using a, a grant with a local co- with a local university, we were awarded this grant. They opened up this position to be a to to run retention and recruitment in our district, along with creating a new model of um, like teaching structure right so uh that working with the university to kind of do this this team teaching model across campuses over the next you know two and a half years or something like that um it opened up and i thought you know what i did a lot of work with retention and you know recruitment over my years as, as president of the teachers union i have you know sat i have you know i've been back in my district for 10 years and sat in all of these meetings around like benefits and pay and working conditions and met with, you know, hundreds and hundreds of teachers over the last, you know, while I was in that role for four years as president and two years as vice president, just meeting with lots and lots of teachers and hearing what they like, what they don't like, what's good on their campus, what's bad on their campus, what are the things that they appreciate when district does it? So I said, you know, I'm an, I'm going to apply for this job. Um, I'm not an administrator. I have no like admin experience, but the the job said, you know what, it wasn't part of it. A lot of our positions for directors and pieces like that usually say, you know, three years administrative experience preferred or whatever. But this one didn't, so I went for it, and it was a really good experience. I was a finalist for it, so it was down to me and another person um, both of us internal candidates um, so it meant that I had to sit in the big room on we have a, a an eight-story building the district offices were for the largest district in the state of Arizona we have an eight-story building uh, wow. and uh, in that building is human resources and security and communications and our superintendency floor and payroll and all this stuff is in this big building right um, so I had to go do the big interview in the big building, in the third floor <laughs> conference room with, you know, eleven people in the room asking you questions. I had sat on the other side of that table a bunch of times to right. interview principals and directors and other stuff and my role as president. But it was like really, it was like really sort of like, oh man, I'm on the other side of the table, right? this is the this is the experience that every principal goes through when they hire for a principalship. This is what. You know, one of our directors go through when they when they interview for any of these. So I got to be in the other side of the chair and go through that experience. And out of you know, I think seven people or whatever, I was one of two finalists who got moved forward to meet with our superintendent. And I had a really good conversation with our superintendent. I had that superintendent interview. Ultimately, I, I didn't get the position. Right. Ultimately, I I didn't get it. They they went with a um a, a principal on one of our campuses, and but. I'm going to take it as a win because I jumped out there. Right. Oh yeah. I, for I, sure. I saw an opportunity and I said, you know what, I'm going to try this. And, and what it let me do is it gave me a giant amount of experience kind of like a freebie. Right. Because I'm in a place where, you know, I didn't know if I, you know, I don't, I'm, I want to learn a little more before I jump into a principalship at a, at a building, but this was right. something I knew a lot about. And so I was like, okay. And so it gave me the opportunity to do the big interview. Right. I bought a suit hadn't bought a suit since I got married. <laughs> right. I bought a suit. I did the big interview. I had the giant panel of people and, and, you know, the folks in human resources that I talked to afterwards were like, you know, it was a really good interview. It was, you yeah. know, and I, I, you know, they give you the little sort of like everything afterwards. And it, it just really came right. down. It just came down to like, I hadn't led a team of teachers. Right. Okay, As an, as an administrator, I hadn't had and experience doing this teaming model that we're, right. we're going to push. And this, and this principal had experience doing that teaming model. So, but I felt really good about it. And so that's my win for the semester. Like I saw an opportunity and I could have said, you know what? No, I'm not going to do it. Uh, but I feel really good that I did it, even though I didn't get the job. Um, it felt really good to get that experience and to know what the room's going to be like when I go, oh, get, yeah. when I go apply for that building, right. When I go Definitely. apply for administration, I've been there, I've gone through the process of the interview, I've sat in the interview with the superintendent, I had a really good conversation with the superintendent, I've, you know, all those things felt really good, and so I go like, okay, I'm not nervous anymore, right, like I've lost the nervousness on something that was kind of a like, oh, they're going to do this, okay, I'm going to apply for it, right, I wasn't anything planned, I wasn't like, oh, I've got to do this next year, otherwise, I don't, you know, I wasn't sick of my job and looking for something else, so I feel like I got a free pass to go try something
1: you know? Yeah, definitely. That's definitely a win. I I think that's great. And I mean, man, I think about it, I haven't interviewed in years, you know? So I think about that sometimes, like if I were to go look for a new position, whether at a new campus, which I'm not looking right now, or, you know, to just kind of move up the ladder. And it's, it's true how they say you should always just kind of do interviews and things like that just to stay in the, uh, what was it like the there's definitely a mindset yeah. and an approach to an interview you know yeah I'm not saying like you need to be a professional interviewer but you know it's there's just something that comes with being more comfortable like you said now you know yeah. Um for me I think my biggest win is um, in November you know I that that's when we were kind of hitting our hitting our low point. At uh at our district, you know, numbers were going up. We were starting to have to to quarantine entire classrooms because we were hitting the ten percent mark of positive cases with students. Um, you know, this is where I felt my my plate. You know, I I'd gone to the buffet and I'd put all the stuff on there I wanted, but then I had other people walking by throwing more stuff on my plate. You know, whether it's from, you know you know, uh, state level, uh, department of education, you know, district office staff, you know, yeah. the community. Um, and I was, I, I mean, I, I was just getting burned out. And, uh, I remember sitting down and, uh, I kind of thought back to, uh, you know, things I've read, especially Dave Schmidt's book, bold humility. And just, you know, just because you're in a position of leadership, you know, you gotta be honest. And it's those things like, I say this all the time, but you don't really practice what you preach sometimes. Cause when, right. when you're in the moment, you know, it's a, it's easier said than done. And I remember it was, it was a Wednesday, man. And we had a PBIS meeting and this year I was trying to be in charge of the PBIS to like take it to a new level, take a different route. And, and I mean, it was, it was struggling because, you know, before I know we have a, the, the next meetings up and I remember sitting down and just saying, look, I can't do it all. I'm like, I can't, I can't be the lead on this committee anymore. Um, I want to be an active participant. I'm like, but you, our staff, you know, the, the couple yeah. of people who are there, I'm like, you know better than I do what needs to get done. And, uh, you know, I, I want to see this done the right way. And uh, the, the people there said, like, we really appreciate you saying that. And we agree we'd rather be done with fidelity than just saying we're a PBIS school. right? And then that that same afternoon, we had a staff meeting and, uh, we were in the gym and we were sitting in a huge circle. and, And that's how I started the meeting. I just told them where, where I was at mentally, um, you know, emotionally with everything. And, uh, I told them the kind of the perception I had of our building, how people were passing each other in the hall and no one's even saying hello or collaborating and everything we'd worked so hard to do before the pandemic. You know, we were this school that that people you know would, would seek out and I would yeah. get messages like, hey, I would get messages from teachers in our district and other buildings, like if you have an opening in this grade level, please consider me. Like I really want to come to Oakland, like so. You know, we had built this amazing culture and climate. Yeah. And uh it was, you know, it was quickly going downhill. And I told them I saw that. And I said, We can't we can't let that happen. And then uh we did an activity at that staff meeting that uh mm-hmm. kind of went back to if shameless plug, you picked up my book, the edu culture cookbook. It was something that's you know, a hands-on collaborative building, like something we can then take back to our students to to learn from um, activity. And I mean, it felt like old times, man. And then even the next day, like I had people messaging me and coming up to me saying like, you know, that was really brave. Like what you said to us yesterday, where you're at. And they, they would, they even said like, I feel there's even a different vibe in the building today because of what we did yesterday. Like, going back so i think that's my biggest win because like i said that's we ended on a positive note you know yeah. like we we ended like okay despite what is coming down on us to do from everyone else outside of our building yeah we can still control how we are and what we do when we're in front of these kids right, right. and that's the most important thing. And, and kudos to the staff, like this entire school year, even though when there's no kids in front of them, I've seen people crying. I've seen people like just beyond, you know, frustrated, but whenever there's kids in front of us, everyone on on my has has shown up and you would never think that there's, there's any baggage that, you know, they're carrying this year. And so I think, you know, that's the biggest win. And now, you know, looking forward to the rest of the school year, it's that's going to be, you know, kind of like my challenge, like how this year has really proved to me the Todd Whitaker saying when the principal sneezes, everyone catches a cold, right? Mm-hmm. So yeah. I need to make sure I'm still on top of my game the rest of this, this next semester. And how do we continue, you know, being on top? So,
0: yeah, I think that 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 that's something that I think that we're all, you know, you hate to do, I hate to dwell on the like this year, this year, this year stuff, right? Um, I feel like we've been doing
1: that for two years now.
0: Right, right, and and I think like that is true. Like we have to. There are things that we have a handle on, and we have to take comfort in the things that we can adjust and the things we can change or manipulate right. or do or what our reaction is to things in our building or in our classrooms or, you know, and so if we can focus in on that, we can focus in on our area of control, right? At the beginning of the school year, we got all of our um, educators together in our building and said, hey, let's talk about what are the things that you want to change, right? And so they got at tables and they wrote all this stuff down and then it was, okay, now here's what I want you to do. Look at that list of stuff what are the things that you can influence or change? Yeah. Right? As a group, circle the ones that you can do. And we had them do it on Post-it notes. And so I was like, okay, take your post notes. And all the ones that we can change, that we can adjust put them over here. Right. And then the other ones, we can't say these are out of our area of control. Right. Um, and, and so, and it ended up being like, what are the things that we can do as, as a leadership team, you know, as the people, you know, not in a classroom, what can we do to support you to help those things be different? Right. Um, what can we do to help take some of those things off your plate or maybe, you know, adjust what, you know, the, the product is that we're asking for, you know, what, what's the, um, what's, What's the thing that you need to produce when you do this, right? Right. So, you know, do we have to have PLC minutes, right? Do we have to, do I have to see your PLC minutes? Do we have to see them as, you know, does does the administrators on campus need to see that? Do we have to have like an agenda turned into us every day, right? Do we need to, like, do you have to turn in your lesson plans and the Friday before the next, what are the things that we those can do? Those
1: are just checklist right? items so, at that point. Like, right. and, and that's the same thing I've told some of our staff. I said, look, you've got enough on your plate right now. Right. Like, cause I, okay. So, so here's a perfect example, right? So our tenured teachers, we uh, they're, they're not going to evaluate again this year they're defaulting to whatever two years ago their last okay. rating was yeah now non non-tenured teachers mm-hmm. are still getting evaluated this year so i've got a couple i've got two two staff members who have never been evaluated by myself um or my our assistant principal they're essentially one is um new to the profession you know she she was a long-term sub in another district for a while um the other one taught years ago um stayed at home and now she's back you know and we hired her last year but we didn't do evaluations last year anyway they both have come to me when we did our pre-conference and i don't want to say they were freaking out but their main focus was am i uploading enough artifacts for you like do you what yeah. do you need to see do, do you need me to make a binder and i said look calm down. I go, upload what you want to upload. I go, please do not make that your focus. I go, right. That you, you need to worry about teaching these kids. I go, and when you go home, I go, I don't want you worrying about what, what to upload and submit to me. I want you to unplug, spend time with your family. Just, you know, you need to detach from this, from, right. from work. And I've been saying that This entire this entire year. And to see like the kind of sigh of relief, like, oh, really, where I know there's other administrators across the country who are still going to be like, oh, you didn't upload something for one C. So that's a needs improvement. No,
0: like, come on. Why? Why are we? (laughs) <laughs> this it, year, why are we making people jump through hoops? It comes. It comes down to like, if I don't think I've seen, like, if if you as a as a building administrator, as the evaluator, if you think that you're missing something, if like you've gone in and done Just your formal observation or you've done your walkthroughs and you still don't, you're still not sure about something, then ask them. Then
1: that's what I told them I'm going to do. I said, look, before <laughs> like, I give you before yeah. I give you a low ranking, I'm going to come and ask you, hey, I. I don't got any evidence for this. Do you do it? Yes or no. Or that's what the post-conference is for. Let's right. just sit down and talk and like, you can tell me there.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I think that's a big, I think that's a big piece of like, you know, what, what we've tried to do is, I mean, as a district, we have a bunch of initiatives this year because we talked about this before. For some reason, we just, we just like expect this year to be a, a normal year. Like, Oh, we're going to go back to right. doing this, that, right. and the other. So we have a, 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 a curriculum adoption going on right now. We have, so, a, so we, we have we, a we have we have a we have a brand new we have ELA K, curriculum we have and we're K- piloting K- math. We have K8 curriculum adoption for ELA and math right now. Oh, so I'm asking gosh. teachers like to look at textbooks and all this right. stuff and grade them, and then and then we're we're trying, we're doing a new testing platform uh k-12 we're doing you know so it's it's screeners and progress monitoring through it we are doing a new phonics program uh like k-3 right now like all of these things are like they're all happening we're doing a a, a part of this this testing platform is also like social emotional like um behavior checklist thing so we can kids can self-evaluate we can evaluate our students and so that's just another thing we're piling all this on so as a as a campus like we've really made the decision like what can we do to kind of like pull what can we pull back that is a checklist ostensibly on a year like this um, in order to kind of lighten the load on folks but you know as we reflect back on this semester What's something that you struggled with this? I mean, you've, you've alluded to it a little bit. You may have talked about it, but I mean, this is a spot to be a little vulnerable. What's something that you right. sort of struggled with that, you know, you, you know, you what's something you wish you would have done differently,
1: you know? It's gotta be not staying true to to me and my leadership style and my approach and, and uh, you know, not, not being in control of, of my emotions. You know, that's, that's gotta be the number one thing. Like that's definitely what, I let my emotions take over. I took a lot of things personal. um, And just, I kind of fell back to doing what I thought I was supposed to do. Like what was expected of me Um, and not being me and, you know, and that's definitely the worst, the, the, my, my failure or my not my failure my my area of growth (laughs) what about you
0: you know I I think for me like I I as a as a personal as a personal piece like this semester I really fell off the the sort of like taking care of um me piece of it. Right. Like I, I really, I really slowed down on running. And I think there's like a twofold thing. This is the, this is the least stressed I've been about a job in a long time, which is both good and bad. The good part is like, I really like what I'm doing. I'm not super stressed out about it. Um, and that could be, it could be, maybe I'm not, maybe I'm, maybe I'm not maybe there's just stuff that I'm missing or maybe I'm not working hard enough on it. But I, I know that for me, like I'm way less stressed than I was the last, however many years as a, as a union president and teaching part-time and doing that uh, and everything. So because of that, I haven't felt like the, uh, the mental need to go um, like go running or yeah. go, you know, be physically active and stuff like that. And I can tell that like, I haven't slept as I haven't been at the last couple months. I haven't slept great. And I'm like, Oh man, well, I can't get up and run because I haven't, you know, I didn't didn't sleep well. And then it becomes this whole thing. And, and so I think that that's one thing that, that, that I, that I'm kind of like, I'm kind of bummed about, like I kind of let some of that stuff fall. Right. Um, I had a big goal. I was gonna run a thousand miles this year. That was my big like. I'm gonna see if I can do a thousand miles. It's gonna be great. I'm pretty sure I can do it, right? Um, but like for me now, I have like now I have to know. I don't even want to know how many I ran this year.
1: Oh, Not, I, I looked mine up the other day because my I have a buddy who is big into walk. He can't run. He walks. Yeah. He'll do like five six miles a day. And his goal was a thousand miles. He hit it a couple weeks ago. And I, I went on to my uh, Strava app and I was like, how many miles did I get in? And I, it was pretty pathetic, man. Like I, I fell off too, you know, and that's one of my goals for, uh, 22. I got to get back to it, man. I got to get back to just yeah. being consistent in running. And I made a lot of excuses this year. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So I ran probably 700 and I'm missing about 80 miles or 80 miles on this number. So about 730 miles. Right. So like more than mine, a quarter, like I'm a quarter shy of what I wanted to do. And that really is, what is that? That's September, October, November, right? Like that's right. That's what it is. I just kind of fell away from it. Just, you know, that's kind of a, that's a bummer, right? Like, And so I got to a point where like I'm not going to hit my thousand. So right, and so like it doesn't matter. And so I got I got into my own head about it, and I think that's me personally. Like I have a tendency to do that to go like, well, if I'm not going to do it as good as I wanted, why even bother? Why even do it? Right, and and so I think there was a little bit of that. And so I think personally, that's that's something I got to work on. I think I think I think work wise. I think like we just got thrown. I mean, just like everybody, we got thrown some curveballs, and so we wanted to really work on like recognizing um, teachers and folks on campus. And uh, we started it, and then like some big thing happened on campus, and then we forgot to do it the next week, and then you know what I mean. And then it just How and then, we were, and then we had you know um, a, like some other stuff. You know what? A bunch of stuff just happened on campus, and so we're like, oh yeah. crap, we forgot about that, right? And so we have to, we have to, we have to, you know, that's just getting back on that and growing and and being more intentional with it. It just is that I, you know, you hate to say it, but this year is a year. There's just stuff, man. Like, but I think that's every year. There's always stuff that gets in the way. And that's a thing. It's It's, how you, it's it's how you, you, whether you let that stuff stay in the way, or if you go like, no, this is important. I'm, we're going to, I'm not going to let that get, get in the way. And I've kind
1: of realized that if we keep saying like, oh, well this year, oh, the pandemic it's, it's become a, just an excuse because we can still do. There's a lot of, of yeah, things. This that is the stuff we should have done, do. right? This, and, this is and, something and, We should have done, but didn't. Do and it, that's the know? thing I use it as an excuse. And it comes back to the last episode we did with uh, Joshua stamper. Like it comes look, reflect, sit back and reflect on this past year, this past semester, you don't, don't even do the whole 2021. No. Look at your last semester, the, the last, you know, six months or whatever. And what, what do you want to change? What, what did you let go? What did you make excuses about? What do you want to change for the next six months? Because it's it's possible you can. You know, you yeah. just gotta do it.
0: Yeah. And I think that's where we're gonna sit in our next episode is we're gonna focus on. I mean, we've done it um <coughs> last year we did it, and I we talked about it the year before, our one word that you know that you have committing. yours yet? I don't have mine yet. Yeah, right? me, me, me that's neither. Why, that's why we're not talking about it today, right? right? It's not right. <laughs> so um we're gonna look back on last year's word uh and then we're gonna talk about you know what our word is for 2021 instead of a resolution, yeah. right? What's the thing that you could commit to living through? What's the thing that you can commit right. to? you know, doing. So that'll be, that'll be our next episode. And you know what, Mike, we have a bonus episode. We got to throw up too soon, where we're going to talk about our top albums of the year. So I'm excited to have that conversation, but you know, this is a punk rock classroom podcast. It would not be it if we didn't talk about what we're listening to, man. So what have you been listening to? You've, you know, what, Mm. what do you, you, what's been playing in your ears aside from Xbox games, you know? So if you, have, you know, you
1: follow, uh, on Tuesdays, we put our picks of the weeks out two weeks ago, I put out a days and days record from 2020. And then I put out this past week, um, doom scroll, another kind of folk punk band. So I've been, I've been going I, down. I have not hole, heard dude.
0: doom scroll, but I saw the cover and the name. I'm like, what is Mike? Like Mike has gone black metal. And then I listened to it. I'm like, Oh no, this makes sense. Okay. <laughs> so
1: And, and that's a thing I've been going down this rabbit hole with all of these folky punk metal bands, like, you know, dead work and we, the heathens. And it's, it's, I'm intrigued by how this genre has adopted like this, black metal you know look to it like it's 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 kind of cool and I mean there's a lot of great uh talented musicians so that's what I've been doing like I you know just just that kind of folky punk uh punk uh rabbit hole been going down what about you
0: You know what? I've just been, I've been, uh, I think for me, a couple things came out. I just ordered the vinyl of this. It it won't probably ship until after the new year. Well, I know it won't ship until after the new year, but there's this, uh, there's a, um, a hardcore metal band called, uh, mind force. And the singer is in another band that is this weird mixture of hip hop and, uh, like post hardcore metal. Right. And so it transitions between beats and then all of a sudden it turns into, into like straight up, uh, yeah. you know, post-hardcore <clears throat> kind cool. of metally riffs. Right. So they're called Pillars of Ivory and they just put out a split with uh, Wicca Phase Springs Eternal. And so again, a weird a bit. So Pillars of Ivory, their half of the split is great. It's again, it bounces back and forth from like, it feels very much nineties uh, hip hop. And nice. then at 90s hip hop beats and then all of a sudden it turns into like hardcore and then it bounces back to beats and so it's this really kind of cool thing they have a couple seven inches they put out already uh and then this is their next little release so i've been listening they to the were app. a pick it's of the week ones for you i think i think they were yeah they put out a they yeah. put out a um a, a release where it was all of their stuff together so they're two seven yeah. inches three seven inches all on one vinyl um so this is they just put out a split out it's it's fun it's kind of like this this interesting thing so that's what i've been that's what i've been listening to you and jamming out to you. uh that's cool you know just just trying to figure out i think i finally have my top 10 a set i set my top 10 finally
1: i um, think i got my top five i don't got a top 10 though it's okay because you know five. what we, we, only just do share five. Our
0: five. we share our five <laughs> for the show. All right. So, uh, so folks, we want to thank you for tuning in. You know that you can find the show on the website, punkrockclassrooms.com. You can find show notes. You can find blogs. You can find, which we're hoping to get a little better at in the new year. Uh, oh, yeah. You can find some poetry from Mike. Uh, you can find other things that we've been on and, and, and done and other media and stuff like that. We're going to share through there so you can see it. You can follow us on Instagram and Twitter. We have the same handles on both of them. So for the show, you can find that at Punk Classrooms. You can find Mike at Mike R. Earnshaw. You can find me at Josh R. Buckley. Uh, and uh, we would love to hear from you, right? I mean, tell us tell us what's up. Shoot us a message. If you want to send us an email, you can shoot us an email at punkrockclassrooms at gmail.com. If you have a question for the show, you want to ask us something, I feel like we should do a mailbag episode at some point, Like, We've been- Yeah, we've we definitely of, should. We've kicked it around. 2022 goal. 2022 we'll goal it. mailbag episode. So start sending those mailbag questions. Start it now. So we can, we, go. we can talk about stuff uh but just start start sending them our way we're we're so excited that you spent some time with us we hope that you know you're listening to this it's the new year uh when this drops that 2022 is here um do a little reflection take a look see what you can do differently uh and mike and i'll see you at the At the show